Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. And happy Wednesday, everyone. Not only is this the day that we're recording, it's also the emotion never expressed by our favorite dancing goth. I finally finished Wednesday, and wow, what a climax. That's nothing compared to the White Lotus, though, which dominates most of our episode. The gays, as always, stay murderous, and this gay, as always, stays humorless. Who's going to die? Who's going to survive in Fiji? And who's going to win the game? And who's going to struggle for a very, very, very distant second? Let's dive in. So Julie, tell us you? about The Last of Us. You were like so excited you squirted. What what <laughs> what do you know about it? It's like I legitimately have it pulled up. Oh, I bet. Um, I got very excited about The Last of Us because everyone was following on Twitter. Oh, it's Pedro Pascal. And it's got that woman who was one of the queens of the North and only had like 18 people to give to the fight. And she oh, that's who's in it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> She's the best. She's amazing. So I can't wait to see her. Um, and I heard it's amazing. I heard there's a lot of gay stuff. There's a lesbian and a gay. I don't know if there's any trans or non-binary, but we've already got like the LG. <laughs> what is, so it's a uh, post-apocalyptic, right? Yeah, the world has ended and something's going crazy. I'm not sure if it's zombies or something else, but I don't care because the only people who survived, the last of them, are the queer people. And if that's not gay rights, I don't know what is. Oh, that's interesting. Starts in January. I don't know what I think about the idea of us creating programming out of video games. They can get very immersive and the storylines can be amazing. It's not just The Sims. <laughs> Hold for groans. I still just I don't understand it. I'm sure if I got into it, I'd love it. And I don't play those type of video games because honestly, the graphics are just like, oh my goodness. I need like my very old school nostalgic games um, where it's more about like the gameplay than like being in the story because that's overwhelming. But apparently, it's very good, and the narratives are awesome, and they got really great voice actors. Who told you this? Who are the the people that have been talking about? The people it? on Twitter. <laughs> my people. <laughs> oh, those are your people. What was the post-apocalyptic show we watched last year? Station Eleven. Yeah. Is it more Station Eleven or Walking Dead? See, I have more knowledge than both of you, but still less knowledge than anyone else in the world. (laughs) (laughs) So it's tough for me to say. (laughs) Joel and Ellie, a pair connected through the harshness of the world they live in, are forced to endure brutal circumstances and ruthless killers on a trek across post-pandemic America. Pandemic, yeah, timely. Well, that was Station Eleven. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe we made it. I made it through that. I know it must have had. I mean, it had a lot of good joy in it. <laughs> I know, but like that first episode with the pandemic and uh-huh. the plane crash, and I was just like, "What?" Is, what is Luckily, the make believe that was alive in that little apartment <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> was that nominated for any awards? Maybe like adapted screenplay. Nothing. Not enough. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy. The guy who took the little girl in and helped her. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Heard. Um, about The Last of Us, though, in the video game, the person who plays one of the titular characters, or one of the main characters, um, is Chrissy Seaver from The Growing Pains. Ashley Johnson, she voices it. She's grown up now. She can talk. She, she was the one with the really bad hair. She was a <clears throat> child. She has not become... <laughs> 
She's not become a member of Kirk Cameron's church. No, she voiced a lesbian. If that's not a complete <laughs> and scathing indictment of the fucking Camerons, I don't know what is. If I not, know. JoJo Siwa would have already curb stomped her. <laughs> she did for... Uh, Candace Cameron. I know, and then Kirk Cameron got kicked out of a couple of uh, bookstores. They wouldn't we let him do readings it. there, like drag queens. Honestly, you want to ban drag queens? We want to ban Kirk Cameron. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the pandemic, because in a restaurant, obviously... What was your favorite, favorite part, part of the, of the pandemic? <laughs> I mean, it was absolute hell. But um, in a restaurant, and obviously you worked in a restaurant as well, some people have the ability to, like, literally complain about and destroy someone mentally at their table and still get a laugh out of them. I was not one of those people. Oh, I am. So it, I know. I very much <laughs> tracks. I was like, this has got to be Julie. And my friend Marius is that way too. I'm not. So Your eyes are too small. You need big googly <laughs> eyes to say something like, oh, I can't believe how rude that was. You're the worst. Google eye, Google eye, Google eye. <laughs> she can't be serious. Look at that face. She's like a cartoon character. Anyway. How is your week? We're going minute by minute here. How about you? <laughs> second by second. You need to watch Scum. 525,600 minutes. What? You need to watch Scum. It is a coming of age drama from <laughs> Norway. Like, did you watch? Scum? <laughs> I watched Scum. It was amazing. And you can just skip to the, all of them are great, but you can skip to the third series, I think they call it where it's Isaac and Evan, and Evan is struggling with bipolar disorder, and they take it minute by minute as he's going through his depressive episodes, and it's very sweet, and they kiss, and it's gay, and it's lovely. And it spawned, like, so many remakes in France, and also in Italia, and also in Sweden. So, I'll send it to you. Please don't. I will. Did you find this on Rakuten Viki? Where did this come from? Oh, calm down. No, this was back in, like, <laughs> 2012 or 13. It's been a minute. But I was just like, star for gay content. And I was like, I mean, I'm not gay, but I'm an ally. So let me just watch this and like jack off, I guess. <laughs> no, it was lovely. <laughs> Scum. Remember we were going to talk about White Lotus? <laughs> well, first I want to just, well, I guess I already asked and you said minute by minute. Um, and my week's been good. Let's talk about White Lotus. I asked you how your week was. I know, and you talked process my own time. It's, first of all, Scum. <laughs> Already taking a really dark turn. <laughs> so, what'd you think of White Lotus? Where's the darkness? Inside my soul. That's fair. Um, <laughs> holy shit, I cannot believe that I waited so long to get into this. And I always say this, and I know you're probably tired of say- hearing it. <laughs> How um, can you tell? Is it the double eye roll? <laughs> yeah, you can't see currently, but Julie's eyes are ejecting from her face right now. And that's fine. I don't care. I'm going to live my truth. I'm a person forward person. <laughs> It was insanely good. The fucking interstitials of the water ebbing and flowing and receding and crashing. I was just like, Mike White is trying to kill us. And I also love that he creates content to be immediately dissected thereafter on Twitter, where there are so many open-ended questions and so many memeable moments that he's just like begging for us to discuss it on Twitter. So like White Lotus is amazing, but it's not as amazing as Twitter immediately after White Lotus, because that's when things pop off. I listened. Did you listen to an interview on the Prestige podcast mm-hmm. that they did with him 
Oh, he was not very uh, clear or focused or able to create sentences, but... I felt like we were just hanging out with him. Boy. <laughs> he felt very chill. Very <laughs> strange. Like, uh... I mean, you hang with me all the time. You should be used to this. <laughs> he was basically Ooh, saying he didn't lot. create it for Twitter. And he was, like, amazed that people were this invested and putting up all these fan theories. And he's like, that's a nice idea. But, like, as a dramaturg, I could never make that make sense. Like, of course, I would not do that. He's lying to us. <laughs> He's a li- I saw him in Survivor. He knows how to fucking lie. I did rewatch Survivor this week. With Dave, Dave Rose Goliath. Yeah, yeah. He made, I mean, he be- really should have won. Being a famous actor who has a lot of money. Hold on. Famous actor? I don't think anybody on there knew who Mike White was. I don't think anybody knew who Mike White was until this. I, I, unless you watched Enlightened, which I did. School of Rock. He was in School of Rock. He was, was Mr. Schneebly. Oh, I, don't know. I know he wrote it, but. And he was also in it. Ned Schneebly. Ned Schneebly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little old for School of Rock. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but for someone that famous and clearly, you know, not like crazy, crazy, crazy rich, but certainly well off to make it that far, speaks to his ability to be like super duplicitous. I don't trust him. So in that interview, she asked him about the moment in Survivor that people think started White Lotus. What is that moment? Was it the jacket or the backpack thing? Do either of you know about it? I don't, but that jacket is the best moment ever. What is Natalie, the moment? <laughs> oh, my God. So there's this woman named Natalie who is portrayed, and according to her incorrectly, as very bossy, uh, very demanding. Like, they're like, they're, she's like, you need to start that fire. You started that fire. You stay on that fire. You need to get on that fire. <laughs> so they were trying. She had said earlier in the day, hey, Nick, if you give me your jacket, I won't vote for you tonight. Mm. She was doing it to protect Angelina or to get Angelina the jacket. But then they all turned on her and they voted Natalie out. But Angelina got to vote for Nick to make it look like she didn't vote for her. Uh-huh. And so then Natalie's leaving. She's like, Natalie, can, can I have your jacket? Oh, yeah, and right. Natalie just keeps walking. And Jeff's like, Natalie tries to look. And she's like, Natalie, can I have your jacket? And Mike White, it's completely embarrassed for her. And I was like, his head and hands, like, just stop asking. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh-huh, Natalie, can I have your jacket? She just keeps walking. She's like, no. She was absolutely But the sound destroyed. of that woman's voice is so <laughs> awful. Who, Natalie or Angeline? Angeline. And she even had a moment where they were like, so people hated you. Discuss. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I think that women are labeled as aggressive. You're like, you were annoying. It is not. I, Natalie is a separate issue, but Angeline I just thought was really annoying. But it came down to Mike and Nick, and I would have totally voted for Mike. Mike did so well. He did great. I do love that little meme of him just drinking wine during one of the rewards <laughs> and just like staring into the ocean. Coming up with the plot for White Lotus season two. I think it was the most suspenseful hour that I can remember since Squid Game. Like I just was like freaking out the whole time. You're like, who's gonna die? Oh, what's happening to Portia? Who's just let her go? If you're gonna kill Jennifer Cole, let's just do it. Like, what's happening? I was on the verge of another psychotic break where I was just like, <laughs> I don't trust anyone. Everyone's the killer. Am I the killer? Who has killed? Have I killed before? And I don't remember. Can I go to the ocean again? Joss and not my fuck me up. I'm like, if a shark's gonna come, it's gonna come. I can never go in the water again after this. Really? There's so many bodies, and it goes backwards apparently. <laughs> Can't take it. What goes backwards? I the go water. Down the stairs to the water. Yeah. Your jacket. Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. Travis Burke. Thank you, Joe. Natalie. <laughs> Time for you to go. Thank you. Natalie's like, fuck you. Seriously. <laughs> 
Um, and then she would later <laughs> did something very similar when she was like, you got to play, play your idol for me. Play your idol for me. And he plays the idol for her. And she was like, did you say it was four? Did you say it was four? Okay. Okay. Good, 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 good. Um, so yeah, she was just very intense for sure. I don't think anyone shows their best sides when they're hungry and on the island, but that was a rough one to watch. <laughs> I wonder why that there's a theory that that inspired White Lotus. So. Well, he does talk in a different interview that I was listening to that he and Jeff Probst are friends and mm-hmm. that they had discussed, you know, who's that it really is exciting, like who's going to get kicked off, like who's going to die, mm-hmm. what's the suspense. And so he did, he's sort of modeling it after Fantasy Island, which you guys are probably too young for, and Survivor. And it does really feel like Fantasy Island now. You're like, hmm, yes, a new group of guests come, <laughs> somebody dies, but other people's fantasies get lived out. Like, you know, Portia just wanted to, a man to take her in hand, and then he did, and then it turned bad. Oh, and the like God, that guy can under act. his arm, like the the Portia scenes in the finale freaked me out the most. Just like you felt the physical oppression that she was. In. She acted like, her ass off when she's in the car. She's like, "I know you stole my phone. Like, are you gonna kidnap me? Like, what's happening?" <laughs> I know. All of Twitter was just like, "Why'd you get in the fucking car? You could have had this." Same conversation in open air. Why did Jennifer air. Coolidge get on the boat? You know, I'm just. I don't think she had a choice. But I do think that the awkwardness of that moment inspired White Lotus because it is very awkward and those are super uncomfortable moments and you do have to feel them and embrace them and watch them. You're still fucking glued to the screen. And although the first season, I didn't really care who died. The second season, when there were multiple people, I was just like, the stakes have been raised. <laughs> the game has changed. MILF Island has begun. Have you seen that TLC is basically doing MILF Island? No. It's called MILF something or other. And it's all these women who are going to meet men half their age. But there's a twist. And I'm pretty sure the twist is that they're their sons. And so they're bringing all of their sons and that's going to happen. This is real life? It's going to be on TLC. They said there's a switch. Or the twist. Oh my God. Um, but I would bet money that that's what it is. Oh, that's so gross. If it so is, 30 so. Rock. Listen to our companion podcast, Blurg. <laughs> it's about 30 Rock. Nothing about it on the interwebs. Mil- look up MILF TLC. I did. What did it say? <laughs> it just talked about MILF Island from 30 Rock. Let's just let it go. Nobody cares. Ah! Let it go. It's happening. So do we think that Ethan and Daphne had sex? I don't know. What's most annoying is that Mike White doesn't even fucking know. In the coda, the postmortem, literally, he was just like, you know, what did they did or they didn't or whatever they did on the island. I was like, you fucking wrote it. What did you give as their fucking motivation in that moment? What did you tell the actors? Tell us. I need to know what happened. And it's like the ambiguity I know is supposed to be part of it where it's just like you continue thinking about the show. And it is brilliant that we're like continuing to pontificate about what could have possibly happened and going through all the scenarios. But I want to know. I want to know what's happening. As I'm saying, I want closure. I want to know exactly what happened. Okay. Well, you get to decide. It's a choose your own adventure. I don't want to decide to make bad choices. That's true. Um, I, <laughs> I, think they, I think they did it. Um, I think they Do you think they did sex? I think they did something I feel like sexual. He couldn't. No, I think in that moment he could have. He literally almost drowned his friend in the ocean. <gasps> and then he did a kip up, which I find very attractive. He did a what? When you roll back on your back and flip up, it's called a kip up in gymnastics. <laughs> I was like, yes, Ethan. <laughs> That's very attractive. That was the most attractive. And I I'm like, hated- why are you wearing that big boxy white shirt? Just take it off. It's hot. But it clung to his skin. And I was just like, well, what is happening? I was like, I could never imagine ancient Romans finding gladiatorial battles engaging. But in that moment, I was like, Thumbs down, kill him. <laughs> Fucking, I want blood. And then they asked Mike White, do you think Cameron has money? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, no, he doesn't have any money. <laughs> He's about to fleece the fuck out of Ethan. <laughs> Mike White does not, he makes a great show, but he doesn't make great choices when it comes to speaking about his show. <laughs> 
I've determined personally. <laughs> the scene, or just a spoiler alert, we haven't really spoiled anything yet, but when Jennifer Coolidge is firing the gun, making the world's weirdest noises. Oh my God. I loved that. The yeah. And they kept the camera right on her uh -huh. and you didn't know what was happening. Oh, it was great. so good. That was, was so, so <laughs> good. That whole, that whole moment. Just a minute. <laughs> it was terrifying. Just like seeing her in the throes. I mean, everyone acted their fucking asses off between Jennifer Coolidge and then Portia and then Daphne, that moment when she realizes that Cameron could have possibly slept with Aubrey Plaza and she goes through a million emotions in her eyes super subtly. I was just like, the women ate and the men should starve on an island. With Mike White, apparently. God, it was so fucking good. It was so fucking good. So, but what? This is so. This is the stuff that doesn't make sense. So that he was gonna tie her up, shoot her, throw her in the ocean. I know. And then, like, if she just needs to be dead, then then just fucking kill her. Yeah. Um. And if she needed to cheat on him to get the money, then you had video of it. So I think that was a red herring. I think that was a red herring. So they didn't actually need because they never said anything about the infidelity clause. It was just everyone on Twitter being like, "There's a camera," <laughs> including me. I was like, "Do you?" But if the prenup really is that if she dies, he gets the money, why give her a night of cocaine and sex? Just kill her. I think to lull her into, I mean, who knows? For the drama, for the story, for the plot. Maybe someone at a heart, either Quentin or Gregor, like wanted her to have a little fun before she died. I didn't even think so. <laughs> that fucking scene. I mean, Greg, he did take her up on the moped, which looked really unpleasant for him. I cannot believe that the Peppa Pig line was improvised. That was amazing. I believe it. <laughs> Don't I look like Monica Vici or Vidi? You look like Peppa Pig. <laughs> and hey, then Mike White was saying that he basically was doing to Jennifer Coolidge what he was having them do to her in the show, right? He said to her, what do you want to do? When we got to Sicily, she's like, I want to ride on a Vespa and feel beautiful. <laughs> and then he did that. And like the whole time, like he knew he was killing her, right? So the whole time they know they're killing her also. And he's like, I'm going to make her dreams come true. Yeah. I'm going to wear a pretty dress on the boat. And she hates boats. She gets motion sickness. And so in both seasons, he made her be on boats. He's like, I am torturing her on TV and in real life. <laughs> But he wrote this role specifically for her, and she's nominated for a Golden Globe now. So is Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, she is not happy. They're like, are you okay with being killed off? She's like, no, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. She's like, I wanted to keep making all of these. This like, can you imagine? Best he takes you to the most beautiful yeah. locations <laughs> in the world and lets me eat and drink and travel yeah. and be in this dance, you know, not dance, but theater community. And now they're going to do it without her. This is the first time she's gotten this kind of level of like accolades in the award sphere. I'm sad she's having to give this gig up. Well, but it's going to get old, right? Everyone was kind of like in the middle of the season, like, uh, yeah, get off with Jennifer Coolidge. But there was a clip of Who Ariana. ever thought that? I want fucking names. Ariana Grande doing her Jennifer Coolidge impression. And then they became friends. <laughs> it's so sweet. I do love this renaissance for Jennifer Coolidge because she is so fucking amazing. But I think. Like, is she or is she just great at doing her one note character? I will slap you in the mouth. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying what I'm saying is I don't care. I loved seeing that one character pushed further than we've ever seen her push when she found the bag full of stuff that was going to kill her and just like went what <laughs> into, like a woman who that likes taking no agency or ownership in her whole life, right? She's just been floating. Everything comes easily to her because she has way more money than anyone needs. And she's just like, ah, I got to do this. Just, and, and the then she's going to get gun. off the boat. <laughs> How were you supposed to get in that dinghy? Is there a ladder? 
Yeah, the little guy, he came up like fucking stairs or something. Yeah, so what, what was that? I can do it. Dead. <laughs> Just as we didn't see Tanya express the full range of her character until that moment, I don't think we saw Jennifer Coolidge full potential as an actor until that moment because she handled that beautifully. Fucking, the comedic genius of her, literally, the walk that she did when she's trying to like evade suspicion around the corner and then immediately running while wearing heels so they could hear you and also see you through the glass that exists in the boat and then was absolutely amazing then fucking going up to the captain and being like these gays are trying to murder me so a gay as well and she's like oh my god <laughs> the gays are everywhere uh, amazing and then having that full panic attack moment running to get it and you're just like oh my god she's gonna get killed having that miraculous heroic moment setting it up for this sweeping victory of like you can do it you can do it and then her tying in the most comedic just banging her head falling into the ocean was perfect because while I adore Jennifer Coolidge and I wanted to be around for literally ever her character was not a good person, and she fucked over Belinda really hard. And I think everyone got so lost in their adulation for Jennifer Coolidge that they forgot that her character was not a great person. And she had little moments of epiphanies, but she did not necessarily deserve... So negative. There weren't any good people on the show. Yeah, so I did not What's mind that brother? she died. And I thought she had a really great moment, and I do love how hilarious... Like, first of all, that she kicked fucking ass, and it did seem to be, like, against all odds. She comes out on tops. And then... Her own inability to do anything herself caused her death. <laughs> you got this. You can do it. Boom. <laughs> the memes have been amazing. The one of um, E.T. dressed up in its Porsche. Oh, um, she looks her such a rat. Scarf hat. <laughs> she's was, trying to hide. That was a crazy choice. He's like, how'd that go? And she's like, oh, yeah, that, he was a deranged. What about you? He's like, oh, yeah, she fleeced me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Will you give me your number? Okay. You're like, at least you do not belong together. No, they'll realize that quickly. <laughs> Women fucking won. First of all, we got Portia and Mia. Not Portia. Mia and... Lucia? Yes. Lucia coming out with $50,000. They got their mark. They got out 51. of there. 51. Oh, that's right. Cameron finally paid her. <laughs> yeah. um, and and then, in real life, they're best friends for 10 years, and they auditioned together. That's so fucking cute. And then that moment with Valentina, what did you think about that? Where she was just like, I'm not really into you, but I can take you to clubs. I want to see a spinoff of just that. Very strange hair. I don't. Valentina makes me uncomfortable. I not because that. of the lesbian stuff, but the hair in the front. And I always knew you were She's taking a shower. And she's just getting on my nerves. She's uncomfortable. I just love the actress so much in all of her interviews. She seems so sweet, and obviously she's a queer icon in Italy that I'm just like, give her roles. Oh, is she and the she Jennifer Coolidge of Italy? Bigger. Um, they apparently had to name drop her, like these world star actors, to get into clubs because she's so famous, especially like the gay clubs that they went to. And she was really afraid about being so mean because she thought that this would be an opportunity to break through into the like English-speaking world as far as roles went. And she was like, everyone's going to hate me. And they're like, people seem to love you. She's like, really? Really? She seems like so hopeful. Because like this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance for so many people because White Lotus is such a fucking phenomenon that can kickstart careers, it can revive careers. It's awesome. It's been super fun. It was really fun to be into it and everybody else into it and <laughs> getting excited and like, bye, we got to go White Lotus, bye. <laughs> And I do think Daphne peaked too late because that was a big thing uh, at the end was that her conversation with whatever his name, I don't know any of the guy's names, but Aubrey Plaza's Ethan. Ethan. Um, e. Sorry. Ethan. <laughs> was that, you want to do Molly? No, that's what Cameron always calls him. Ah, uh, but, but, but I just don't listen to them. Oh, my favorite moment was Aubrey Plaza's like, you're an idiot. Mm. And they all just let it rip, sit there. You know? <laughs> and then Ethan was like, this is proof that you fucked him. This is fucking proof that you fucked he him. He was right. She was lying. So. She was lying. And then she did the half truth 
And then he was like, it's just a full lie. But then they had sex. So, like, maybe everyone just needs to cheat on each, on their spouses. Unfortunately, that's the takeaway. <laughs> and this one circumstance with really obnoxious people. And then we saw a picture of Michael Imperioli's wife, and it was not Laura Dern. Scandal. Scandal <laughs> the fucking bag day. I was like, if they show a picture of her, she's going to be on the next season of White Lotus. But Starly Kine had a theory that the grandfather had that um, uh-huh. uh, bandage on his head because he was fucking Lucia and hit his head like on the nightstand or whatever. The, back, the, the yeah, yeah. headboard. Headboard. <laughs> Backboard. Playing basketball. Um, I thought that was interesting. Like, they never explained that either. You're just like, I don't know what happened to Grandpa. Yeah, that's true. They never did. And they're all such licentious little whoremongers, aren't they? <laughs> that whole generation. Yeah, lest you forget. Lysander Riddle's so prettily. <laughs> what was your... I think my favorite line, though, was when... I already said it. You're what? an idiot. You're an idiot. Was that in the finale? Yeah. Okay. My favorite line was when they're in the car. You don't know what's happening to Portia. It's very scary. She knows her phone's missing. She just had that conversation with Tanya where they're putting the pieces together, which was so fucking gripping. Then she gets in the car. I don't think he's an uncle. Where, I know, where she's just like, why do you think that? Well, they were together in an intimate way. What? It was like, we've. why don't you think that's Michael? It was like, so you fuck your uncle? That was amazing. And then I was like, goodbye, Portia. (laughs) It's been a pleasure being with you, but you're about to be killed by this man. Do you think he was supposed to kill her? No, I think he was just supposed to get her out of the way. But I do think he legitimately liked her, and I think he was too entangled in whatever situation that they had. He's in a very deep hole. He's in a deep hole. <laughs> he and was not just his he uncle's asshole. <laughs> That's where you were going. It's I just really said not. It. I said it with my full chest instead of cowardly. How many gemstones stupid? would you give White Lotus? The full season, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, 95, 96, Yeah. I want to watch. I want to watch them both again now. I wish Greg wasn't the only one left alive in the Quentin, Tanya, Greg triangle because he's the least fun to hang out with. <laughs> well, and also, <laughs> and I would love to have a, a little bit more understanding of what exactly went on there. Uh, but Greg's now the only one who could tell us, and I don't really care to spend any more time with him. That's fair. Although Portia does know, but she's so stupid. That I don't think that she's actually going to go to the cops and be like, this is what happened. She's just going to continue. I think that makes her smart. I don't think she should go to the cops. These are super dangerous people. Then hopefully she'll go to the cops because she made some poor choices. But a goddamn, I loved every moment. There's one picture of uh, Portia and Valentina and the kid who gave the prostitute $50,000. Albie. Albie. Are like on a stairwell together. And Albie and Daphne are dating in real life. Are they? <laughs> Whoa. I thought Albie was gay. You want Albie to be gay. That may be true. <laughs> there was a moment where someone on gay Twitter had a screenshot of Albie in a swim trunks and they were clinging to his butt and they were just like, oh my God, he's not going to drown with those flotation devices. And Shea Coulee was like, y'all need to understand what a fat ass is and that is not a fat ass. Do we need to answer any other questions or we feel good? Did you have your... The ones I have are the best freak out and best scam and who do you want to show up in season three? Best freak out I do think is Daphne because it was so subdued. 
the way that she handled yeah, that moment, know. the way she processed it, the way that she went through all the stages and then was just like, just like seeing her compartmentalization of it because it was always just like, oh my God, she's such an annoying dolt who like just doesn't care about the world's problems to stay in it. And it's just like a very concerted effort on her part to keep her rapidly devolving life if she lets it together by just being like, eh, and then immediately whipping back. Well, you know, no one really knows what's going on in people's minds. Was like very Stepford and very cool. Once again, you're wrong. It was Jennifer Coolidge freaking out right in the room the <laughs> after that part when she's in the room and they're like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Just a minute." And he's like, oh, 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 "Oh." In that moment, did you expect her to be able to kill all those people? Because I did not. I don't think she meant to. She was just aiming at nothing. But she did it. We did it, Joe. Julie's right. The best freak out was Jennifer Coolidge on the boat. Um, <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I thought these were Oprah ended. Best scam. They are. <laughs> but also, I agree with Julie. So. Um, I like the simplicity of Lucia's. That was good. Um, and is maybe the most successful. Yeah, well, because I guess Greg's was pretty successful. So Greg's he was got successful. A lot of money. I know, he didn't have to share it. it. Yeah, he doesn't have to share it with any of those gays. The gays are trying to kill me. He's going to give the dude money. None of them them lived. Oh, that's right. Dead. Quentin wasn't dead dead. Blood? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. Jennifer Coolidge asked Mike White when they were filming, what if we just did one scene where I used to wash up on shore and I'm alive just in case you change your mind and decide I should be there for the next season. And he wouldn't film it. She's like, I think it's a good idea. Oh, my God. I love that. He was like, no. She's like, I mean, just for fun. I love how unwilling she was to let that go. Yeah. She's okay. I mean, she's been working her ass off for how many years? She's great. What was the last question? Who do you want to show up in season three? I think that it will be Daphne because people are just oozing over her. Um... But I think it'd be great if it was Dum Dum Portia. Oh my God, same. She just wandered into yes, some. Yes, I love that like so much. Like she's backpacking. Because they say it's going to, at the moment, what their idea is, is they're scouting locations in Asia and maybe about Eastern religion or mm-hmm. wellness or something. So like, you know, somehow she gets left a couple thousand dollars and she's backpacking around Thailand or something and then mm-hmm. ends up in a cult or whatever. And yeah. Then she ends up working at the White Lotus Bangkok or whatever, you know. That would be, be absolutely amazing. Yeah. You can call me right now because that's, an amazing treatment. Yeah, no, that was exactly who I'd want to show back up is fucking Portia. <laughs> She's amazing. And that actress, Haley Lou Richardson, is so fucking phenomenal. So ever there there was not a weak link in the bunch. No. no. I mean, I hated Cameron because he was so great at it. The guy that Portia was with, Jesus Christ, I would be scared to see him on the street. And he was yeah. like really great at playing like adults from Essex and then also like, you know, he's killed people. And yeah. Yeah. They were ever all the gays were great. Yeah. The Plaza was amazing. Me. She was good. I would watch a Michael Imperioli and Albie, like, uh, them be on vacation somewhere else, maybe with the women in their lives. They were my least favorite group. Same. I liked them by the end, though. They really had fun with them in the finale. I liked seeing some growth. <laughs> and then some lack of growth. <laughs> that's fair. That's Just, awesome. like, a storyline that's entirely about these three dudes of the same family. I was like, ten seconds ahead. 10 seconds ahead. So as of this moment, in real time, the Survivor <laughs> finale will be starting in 50 minutes. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. What do we think is going to happen? Oh, my Oof. gosh. So where did we leave off last week? <laughs> Carla got 
screwed. Jesse made moves, right? Yes, yeah. Jesse made b- big moves. So Cody was on the Rob Has a Podcast podcast, and he asked him, why would you give Jesse back that idol? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he'd been holding it for 21 days. He's like, and he never asked me for it back. He's like, I showed it to Carla. I waited to see if he was going to ask me for it back, and he didn't. He's like, so it just seemed like, obviously, I got to trust my friend. And if I didn't, it would seem weird, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, because he never asked me for it back, I was like, dude, here it is. Demise. Jesse's playing a very, very smart game, and he's doing super well. I don't know what he's going. No, every time someone takes a big swing, though, it feels like it opens up some vulnerable spot on them, right? And My brain is also mush from having watched the finale of the David versus Goliath today. <laughs> As I was not writing work that I was supposed to do, I was like pretending and I was watching. Oh no, I was packing up. But I just had it on in the background and now I'm like, what about Davey? I'm like, oh, wrong season, wrong season. So it's Carla, Jesse, Cassidy, Cassidy uh, uh, oh, Owen, and. What the yes. fuck is his name? The heart transfer. Gabler. Gabler. Yeah. Gabler. <laughs> it was like Gaylord. Gaylord Felcher wins. I will scream. It feels like it's too late for Carla. It's too late for Carla. Which is devastating too to me. Too late. <laughs> she was way too willing to go against her strongest allies. In this, like with James and with Cass. I feel like they really wanted to be Jesse. He yeah. really needs it. He's getting the hero edit. Yeah, he is getting here. Yeah, it seems likely it'll be Jesse, and I think he would deserve it. I've loved Carla for so long, although when she did backstab Cassidy, exactly, <laughs> so willingly, that did put a bad taste in my mouth. And then the fact that she ended up on the bottom of the vote and flushed her idol out. She's in a rough strait. She has some immunity just to get a chance. And it does seem like Cassidy is, like, weirdly... I don't understand why Carla said that she and Cassidy have the same game. I haven't seen that as a viewer, but I guess you can make that argument. Well, they're hiding a lot from us this year, so who the fuck knows? Yeah. We didn't know if Jesse had the idol back. We didn't know anything. Yeah. We do nothing. <laughs> We're so left out. <laughs> but people are saying on Twitter, this is a terrible season and super boring. I'm like, are we watching world. a different episode? Yeah. I I'm pretty excited. Really entertaining so far. Mm-hmm. Owen is just like, it's <laughs> weird, because like, he can simultaneously annoy the shit out of me with all of his sad boy antics and also impress me. With his that don't impress me. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He feels like the new Noel, not nearly as strong, but just like being able to bounce. Noel, Noel. <laughs> I'm going to stop speaking. This is not Song Association. That's not even the game we're going to play today. Extra crazy. <laughs> All right, predictions right now. I think Jesse's going to win. Jesse. I want Jesse to win. That is not what I said. I know. If Gabler wins, I'm going to do some sort of self-harm or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm if Gabler's in the, the top, that was, I was like, I feel like Gabler's accidentally, not accidentally, but is like playing a really good game in a way that is annoying that that's been allowed to happen. <laughs> um, he just keeps stumbling. But I feel like if he gets to the final, he won't win. I do also think that just Gabler, like, Owen, and Cassidy. Yeah. I feel like Owen and Cassidy have better odds. Owen has been off on every single vote. <laughs> I know, but then he'll get the pity vote. <laughs> And I think he's still had good relationships because, like, when you get into the jury, if he hasn't, like, caused these big moves to get these people out on the jury, although in recent seasons they really respect when you've done something great, even if it means that you're voted off, I think his ability to just stay in there could be impressive to the jury. But goddamn, Gable, I just, like, it's so annoying how, like, people can skate by if they're just, like, white men as they just, like, routinely get rid of all people of color and women. Pisses me off. Well, there are three people of color left. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, I just expect two women more of color have won the most recent seasons. 
You look at the historical <laughs> data. And you tell me. Well, I'm excited. So mm-hmm. see you guys later. We're going to watch it. Um, <laughs> and you finished Wednesday? Ah, so good. I know we really are like not normally watching the number one TV show on Netflix <laughs> and the number one TV show overall, but we are this week. Yeah, and it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, my favorite part was... When you dance, 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 dance with your hands, hands, hands. hands. <laughs> yeah, Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga is having a major surge. Um, the Goo Goo Guck or whatever. Goo Muck. <laughs> Goo Goo Muck is not From the cramps. Um, but it was super enjoyable. I really liked the school. Everyone was like, it was like low rent Hogwarts. And I was just like, and it's amazing. It was just the perfect amount of that mystique and that sort of lore. And so very fun. The twist at the end was great where it was just like, I was literally looking for anyone with big eyes. And I was like, they're the monster. They're the monster. Christina Ricci's the monster. She's evil. And then I was like, it could be Tyler. And then I was like, it can't be Tyler. And then it was Tyler. And I was like, I was right. <laughs> I also yelled out out loud, I was right. <laughs> Which means that it was pretty obvious because everyone's doing it, but I felt really <laughs> powerful. No, well, I had said every single character was the monster, so at that point, I had a hundred percent chance. From episode two, really, that was impressive. You were right. Yeah, no, you were absolutely right. You did that. You did that. Um, but then when he got scratched, I was like, maybe it isn't him. But it was. He's but just a scandal. Yeah, he's it's, just a hide. No, no, it was the same sort of situation with White Lotus where it's like everyone could be the killer. It was like everyone is the fucking monster. And I need to find <laughs> out. I just don't think I do well with that because a lot of people were pointing out when I was watching Coven from American Horror Story, I was like, they're the next Supreme. They're the next Supreme. And they're like, you know, it's really annoying to watch things with you. And I was like, are you the next Supreme? Because <laughs> no one else would dare challenge me. But it was super fucking enjoyable. And Tyler just got married to a man. In real life. In real life. Gay stuff. (laughs) And so all these cute scenes with um, him and Jenna Ortega, who played Wednesday, um, where they're just like, oh, my God, the cute couple, I ship them. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, they're just like besties because he's gay as hell and married to a man. Adorable. So cute. We're about to hit a teenage wasteland, though, because once these shows are over, we have nothing. Heartland, Heartstopper is coming back. When? Eventually. (laughs) Yellow Jackets is until March. Of 2023, right? Yeah, the next okay. March. Okay. <laughs> I know with COVID, they've been taking all these sorts of breaks because they want to like allow people to live or whatever, and it's really like. I know harping. it's been really fun. <laughs> We've been so lucky these last two weeks. <laughs> I guess Drag Race starts in January. <laughs> Season 15. Although before that, Emma and I are going to rewatch Dash and Lily. I think that's going to be our it's very new holiday movie Christmas uh-huh. tradition. You barely ever listen to what we say. That's not my love language. <laughs> what is your love language? Acts of service. <laughs> to you? For you? Yeah. <laughs> that's when I love it. Oh my god! I completely forgot about the tweets. I was like, "Are we ready for the game? Let's fucking go!" <laughs> Julie, let's fucking go. He's getting tired. Oh my god! You can only hear so many screaming cocks. Gem. All right, tweet of the week. Are we still uh oh noodles? Did Showtime beat Oh No Noodles? Mm-hmm. Guy walks okay. into a bathroom and says, it's Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Showtime is the current reading tweet. Just Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you texted me, Kay. <laughs> Potassium. At Anti Kirsten said. Literally sitting in my bed with the anxiety levels of somebody being hunted for sport. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Emma, what do you see here? I see a refrigerator. It's an old one. <sighs> yeah. It's like <laughs> f- 
fucking lying to you today. Like, what is this picture of? Something square. Circa 1990s. So it says 2022 appliances. Break within two years. 1970s refrigerator. I will outlive you. And everyone you love. I am eternal. I am time itself. <laughs> At tweet potato 314 said... The 12 days of Christmas is completely unrealistic. There is no way that you're still accepting gifts from someone that gave you four days of birds. <laughs> it's weird to realize how many of the gifts in the 12 days of Christmas are birds. Six out of the first seven days. Your true love gives you birds. It's 23 total birds. What if you even like birds? I like birds. <laughs> I like big birds and again, not live. See, this is why you need to watch The Office just for these references because there was one point where Andy gifts Aaron all these birds for Christmas and in real life she shows up just packed to death and is like please who has ever is my secret Santa for the love of God stop I can't I keep getting attacked there are too many birds it's Ellie Kemper just getting more and more paranoid around oh. birds the entire episode and, it, and then it turns into Alfred Hitchcock's the birds it doesn't but that'd be fun Dad underscore at underscore law said, overheard my 11-year-old daughter record her voicemail greeting. Hi, you've reached my voicemail. When you hear the beep, hang up and send me a text. (laughs) This generation gets it. That's so smart. Um, It's Circle of Idiots. Just heard some lady in Target yell, we don't just buy things to buy things at her kids. And now I sort of wish she'd also have that talk with me. (laughs) Oh. This one isn't pointed at anyone in particular. How dare you? Uh, This is Kashmir said, did it hurt? When you had to fade your voice out while you were telling a story to a group of people, once you realized nobody was listening. (laughs) So rude. No, because I know how much that hurts. Um, Although, I don't know. It's true. You never fade your voice out. You tend to talk louder at the end when we're still not paying attention. Yeah, because I'm shocked at the fucking gall to not listen to humorous things that I'm fucking saying. And I beg for attention. But no, I'm usually that person because I know how it feels like to be ignored, stares pointedly at my co-hosts, that I'm the person that like looks at them and I'm like, I'm listening, buddy. And I think that's going to get me into heaven. Here's open. At underscore Chimosa said, how do I teach my body that fight or flight response is supposed to be life or death situations, not answering an email? <laughs> <laughs> At Ray King Dead said, we've made an excellent deal with dogs whereby, the ab- whereby they abdicate most of their autonomy to us and our gratitude, we fix their ears when they're turned inside out. <laughs> <laughs> Trash Jones, our friend, said, of course I'm close to my family, close to blocking all their numbers. Oof. <laughs> it's having a rough holiday season. <laughs> I know, gosh. At Hannah Thomas, he said, are there science camps for adults? Like, I just want to help someone dig up dinosaurs or count mushrooms or weigh turtles for, like, a week. Hey, there are. (laughs) (laughs) They're really firing on all cylinders today. At HM underscore Elias said, I kind of like people who trauma dump. I don't know. I don't care. If we just met you 30 minutes ago, tell me why your mom lost custody of you. I'm curious. (laughs) That was like the Uber one. I was like, you got him, Jenny. (laughs) Christian B. West said, will I seize the day or will the day seize me from behind pulling my hair without a safe word? Stay tuned. Up the ass, no lube, let's go. Up the ass, no lube, let's go. <laughs> the next tweet has a child and it's all skip ahead. Because <laughs> they feel- shouldn't hear that. <laughs> at the Cat Whisperer said, stuntman on TV, don't try this at home. 
me sitting on the couch eating out of a five pound bag of M&M's. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot of convincing. <laughs> it's either serial killer documentaries or Christmas movies. We're either slaying or we're slaying. slaying. <laughs> All good tweets ruined my feet. At oh Mama my God! You can't even see them anymore. At Mama Jessic said, "I must put up barriers <laughs> around my fucking feet." Me, I've been tired for ten years, kid. Hey, that's how old I am. <laughs> Me, weird. <laughs> oh, kids are the We're in the family section of the tweets now. At Alice Taylor M said, "I was singing You Are My Sunshine' to my three-year-old, and he told me he hates that song." I said, "Well, that's a shame because I used to sing it to you when he was in my tummy before he was born." He looked me dead in the eyes and said. I hated it then too. <laughs> oh so Emma, please describe this picture. It's dog. His ears are back. He's got very wide eyes and a big smile. I don't know. He looks say. like he's shell shocked, and he's got the thousand yard stare at people in the trenches. I would say this is what Mike White was referring to as derpy. Right? He's yes, very that is derpy. Derpy, cute, smiley, derpy dog. When you send a text to someone in the same room and wait for them to open it to see if they laugh, yeah. which is so true at a meeting or you're on Zoom and you're like, I'm fucking texting Nick right now. And then he looks down and he's like, oh, my God. At Cruisin' Susan said, hey. I'm not sure how many cookies it takes to be happy, but so far it's not 27. Nestle <laughs> Tool House. Keep tallying. All right, now you get to vote. WCPO News, which is our local news, had the 2022 Ohio Name of Snowplow winners. Number one, control salt delete. Nice. Number two, blizzard wizard. <laughs> Number three, plow chicka plow plow. Hey. <laughs> Number four, you're killing me, squalls. <laughs> Number five, the big Laplowski. <laughs> Number six, the blizzard of Oz. Number seven, Ohio thaw enforcement. Dun -dun. <laughs> and finally, Cleopatra. <laughs> That's so Those are hilarious. That's amazing. It's plow chicka plow plow. Though. Or you're killing me squalls. Also, I do love the one that came before that. Blizzard wizard. Blizzard wizard. Yeah. Control salt. Control salt. Well, delete pretty much. Yeah. The big little plowski. Oh my god. Good they, work, they WCPO. Yeah. Don't we have more? We can name it all the plows, right? Yes. <laughs> I've got a fleet. At Mermaid Venom said, I'm not your dream girl. I'm the sudden shouting of crows when you enter the part of the forest you shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm your crow girl. <laughs> At L91 said, Me, finally time to go to sleep. Boy, am I tired. Ice machine. Hey, want to hear my impression of someone breaking into your house? <laughs> Bruh, me every time that I've like locked myself into the restaurant, I'm still there and I hear that fucking thing. I'm like, this is the day. This is when I get fucking murdered right now. Because it's huge and industrial and commercial size. And it just comes out. I'm like, Santa is rappelling off of the fucking roof. And he's coming to kill me. At Alicia Page die. said, why do guys named Timothy go by Tim when they could go by Moth? Such a good question. That is a great question. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Well, yeah. It was funny. You Not all things that are funny have to be met with laughter, as all my jokes are proven. <laughs> At Year of the Poet said, my six-year-old and I witnessed people fighting at the store, and she looks over at me and goes, this is the last time I come to Earth. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. At Mommy Needs a Life said, the irony is not lost on me that I'm yelling, fuck, while trying to hang a sign that says joy by the fireplace. <laughs> at the 
ferocity said, my dog decided it was time to go to bed about 20 minutes ago. Off he went. I stayed on the couch. You know, as is my right. <laughs> I'll be damned if he didn't just walk back in here and look at me like, did I stutter? <laughs> it is time for us to go to bed. Well, good night, y'all. <laughs> just frank do that. He'll give up on me if I stay up too late and just go upstairs. But yeah. he doesn't usually come back and <laughs> give me eyes. Yeah. I'll just hang out with you like, Mom, please. Please, Mom. <laughs> please. He's like, I've waited as long as I can. <laughs> when I dog sit for Leo, he'll literally be like, so it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> and this is when we go upstairs. I'm like, well, go ahead. And he's like, no, no, we go upstairs. <laughs> okay. At Nate Comedy said, Herber, or Herber, Uber is cool. Because <laughs> you get Herber. Herber. <laughs> <laughs> Uber is cool because you get to pay forty dollars to ride in a car that has all of its service lights on. Hey, <laughs> basically my car at this point. <laughs> James Munoz said, "It's getting goth in here, so put on all black clothes. I am getting so goth, I'm gonna put the crow on." Hey, the crow winning. <laughs> Ice cream dinosaur said, "Wrap empty boxes and put them under the tree. Every time your child acts up, throw one in the fireplace." <laughs> 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 An employee here said, Coworkers that understand what you're saying with just facial expression and eye rolls are the best kind. You're both be roasting Deborah from HR without saying anything. I feel like we'd be so good at that. Honestly, I wish we worked at a restaurant together. My face betrays me constantly. And in a Zoom meeting, someone's writing me, you better fix your fucking face. I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> My boss told me if I wanted a raise, I needed to send him a detailed list of reasons why I think I deserve one. So I just dropped this off on his desk. Number one, I am poor. Thank you for your consideration. <laughs> so this is four still shots from Brokeback Mountain. Hey. And Pop Crave says, 17 years ago today, Brokeback Mountain released in cinemas. And at Hate Burwald said, they had no lube, a belly full of beans, and a dream. 17 years ago? Yes. As you are also no old. Lube. Let's get ready to. At Wine for Wine said. They had fish grease. I, I, I've actually never seen Brokeback Mountain. Homophobia. <laughs> Who's in it female-wise? Michelle Williams, Michelle Williams and, and Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah, I was on the anti-Anne train at that point. Oh, you got to watch it again. It's good. I didn't watch it ever, so how can I watch it again? Well, you need to... Oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> at Cold Diggity said, 50 years ago, if you wanted to see a picture of a raccoon, you either had to already have it or drive to a library. And a raccoon in a funny hat? Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> the internet really has brought us so much. <laughs> We got a little internet rant. Uh, Tracy Tom said, I hope Google never knows goes down. I know like six, maybe seven things. <laughs> I know. I feel like like it was called the information age because we had so much access to technology and like information. But I feel like that's made us dumber because none of us actually retain any of the information because we can just fucking Google it. Except for illnesses. I know all about them and the signs. At Cakes the Brain said... As a teacher, you're sometimes privileged to witness life's moments. I saw a girl approach a boy to ask if he wanted her number. He paused and pulled out his phone, utter joy on the girl's face. I then confiscated the phone as it's <laughs> against the rules to have it out in the corridor. <laughs> At him, Melissa Hunter said, I really do love this time of year. The Christmas music, the twinkle lights, the woman in front of me in line at Costco just told her husband, we can give your cousin a pile of dog shit for all I care. <laughs> This one's aimed at you. Hey. If you're over 35, hire movers. Your friends are too old. Nobody wants to slip a disc for a pizza and two Bud Lights. I'm 31. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> no, you can't round up. That's yeah. not how this works. I did it. That's not how this works. 
But also, I helped Emma move several times because she moved every year for like five years straight. Mm-hmm. Before I was 35. <laughs> yeah, and when I was just a little twang. Sarcasm only said, I miss the old days when bills didn't have my name on them. <laughs> <laughs> this one's ain't that me. I miss the old days when the Buffalo Bills made it to the Super Bowl. Am I right, ladies? Am I fucking right? At Aubrey Bell said, if I say I could eat, we've got about 32 minutes tops before I am flat out a different person. <laughs> Bring me a Snickers. <laughs> Caitlin Delaney said, the future isn't all bad. Like I can pay a guy to get a Reese cup from the 7-Eleven and drive it to my house, place it on the door, run away. <laughs> <laughs> That's another great part of COVID. Is that no contact delivery has just become the norm. You just never have to associate with another person. Like those agoraphobics in SVU. Agoraphobia. And Christopher Hogue said, They're agoraphobics. My favorite childhood memory is my back not hurting. <laughs> Aw. And Wine for Wine said, You ever miss somebody else's dog? You're like, Damn, I wonder how that dog is doing. I wonder if she's getting enough cuddles. Yes, I do wonder. <laughs> All the time. You slip into the DMs of your favorite dog celebrities. Are you hugging him regularly? <laughs> couple more here we go at l91 said i can't eat pizza two days in a row because that's really fucking unhealthy so i have to finish this whole thing today (laughs) (laughs) very true of me and this bag of muddy buddies (laughs) it's the same thing with arrested development and vodka it's like once you open the bottle you have to finish it it'll go bad (laughs) and the more you drink the less there is for the kids to drink so it's really a humanitarian effort you're a giver i give so much i'm a top (laughs) or at least i was when i was sexually active (laughs) At Rudy underscore Mustang said, I can't believe Leonardo DiCaprio yelled, I'm on top of the world from the Titanic, a ship that was at sea, at sea level, (laughs) the scientifically lowest altitude in the world. He was nowhere near the top. He was literally at the bottom. What a stupid idiot. Um, You two are too smart for this world. That was not that funny. Oh no, they're broken. Snorting <laughs> in unison. One's holding her belly, the other one's holding a jewel. Oh, it's like when I told my friend uh, when I went to Portland. More buddy I, buddies for me. What? <laughs> went to Portland, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm getting drunk so quickly here. It must be because I'm at a high altitude. <laughs> and she was just like, no, like Denver's a high altitude. And I was like, I mean, that's pretty close, but I feel like like I see a bunch of cliffs here. <laughs> like Portland is above. She's like, you're literally on the beach right now. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm surrounded by cliffs. <laughs> so like it's a really high elevation. <laughs> and then she recently went to Denver and she was just like, damn, this altitude is no joke. And I was like, wow, it's nothing compared to Portland, is it? Because <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Kay Thor Jensen said, my wife just said bukkake in front of the kids to my shock. <laughs> she then admitted she didn't know what it meant and thought it meant like bullshit or something fake. And she said she used it in meetings. I made her Google it. And now she's having a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> One of my employees said that they were singing um, the song. And I was like, oh, my God, calm down. And it was from Cupcake, which is spelled like cupcake. And it's just like a very explicit song. It was just like. Oh my god! I just like love cupcake. I was like, it's cupcake, like bukake, you know. And then I started making a hand gesture, and I was like, get back to work. <laughs> we have HR now. <laughs> Our final tweet is from Destry Broad, the lady at Costco with her son on a leash. I'm sorry that I asked if he was a rescue. <laughs> the profanity wasn't necessary, but thank you for not sticking him on me. <laughs> 
you fucking imagine? Oh my god, hi buddy. Can I pet him? Is he friendly? Is he a rescue? Where'd you get him? Oh my god, you made him? That's crazy. Well, so besides the, the last two, what are the tweets of the week? I mean, I do think it's between King of the World and Rescue, but... And Fuck Joy was also really good. Fuck Joy was <laughs> This is the last time I yeah. come to Earth. <laughs> that was also good. I got that one, too. Slay versus Slay was also cute. Yes. Okay, we gotta narrow it down. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna say top four... Well, I didn't, wasn't listening to yours. That's fine. <laughs> top four, did it hurt Fuck Joy, King of the World, and is he a rescue? What was did it hurt? Oh, when you realized you had out. to beat out your voice. <laughs> oh, brutal! No, that was like a personal attack. You know, <laughs> pretty much. I don't know if it's recency bias, but King of the World and Rescue really tickled my pickle. Which one? You guys laughed way harder at the Titanic joke, but <laughs> King of the World. I think it's because you're nerds. King of the World, yeah. <laughs> sea level. It's <laughs> happening again, everybody. So it's King of the World. King uh, of the World. <laughs> Uh, showtime. It does. It does. <laughs> it yes. does showtime. Yes. <laughs> hey. hey, well done, Julie. Thank you. Thanks, interwebs. All right, we're playing Password. We're going to play it a little differently than we Old played school. before. Mm-hmm. So we'll do these cards. They have up to four rounds. We can choose how many rounds we want to play. Um, you guys are going to take turns trying to get the other person to guess the five words in your round. Um, you'll have 30 seconds to do so. Um, and so, like, however many you get the other person to guess, that's how many points you get that round. We'll play at least three rounds. Okay. Why don't you go first? Obviously. I mean, that. <laughs> but Julie's starting. But Julie's starting. <laughs> and go. Saber. Sword. Correct. Jelly. Fish. Stomach? Jelly stomach. Jelly bean. <laughs> Don't play your eyes at me. Santa. Jolly. Belly. Belly, thank you. Okay. Dog. Bassett. Sag. Wrinkly. Cartoon. Snoopy. Sad. You think Snoopy is sad? <laughs> Who was it? Droopy. <laughs> There's a dog named Droopy? I've never heard about well, him. This game is obviously from the 80s. <laughs> 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 Two points for Julie. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Forget. Memory. Don't. Remember. Apologize. Forget. Don't apologize. Sorry. Skip. Um. Blank. Sleep. Size. What? Standard. <laughs> Medium. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So the first one was forgive, and the second one was sample. <laughs> I'm not good at this game. <laughs> you will be. You gotta build on like. And it's just so hard. You wanna add a word that keeps adding context. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll get it. I'm scared. <laughs> Guys, I'm scared. All right, All right round two. We're gonna do 30 seconds again. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Tragedy, positivity, happiness, comedy. Yes. <laughs> Just keep staring at each other, right? Humiliate. Um, embarrass. Yes. Um, bride. Groom. 
Eyes. Cover. Veil. Yes. Break. Bone. Sprain. Ankle. Less. Brace. Fracture? Yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> we didn't get it, though. How no, did <laughs> we didn't. We got three. Three? Hell yeah. One, two, three. Julie's up to five. Calm down. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Hot. Sweating. Um, Heat. Food. Spicy. Yeah. Hey. Um, hungry. Famished. Very. Starving. Hungry. Very. <laughs> Famished. Dying. Anorexia. Super. <laughs> Synonym. Yeah, for hungry. Really hungry. <laughs> Ravenous. <laughs> what was I supposed to do there? <laughs> Maybe just passed. <laughs> okay, bad. Did you get one? I got one! <laughs> oh, yeah. He's on the board. <laughs> You ready? Go. Hissing. Snake. Beetle. What? Kitchen. Hissing. Cockroach. Yes. Child. Baby. <laughs> Baby. Infant. Infant. Toddler. Yes. <laughs> um, people. Places. Um, <laughs> GQ. Men. Magazine. Yes. Um, time. Stamp. Work. Time clock. Days. Hours. Schedule. Sorry, that was bad. I'm fine. No, you're fine. Three. You're welcome. She's up to eight. (laughs) It's eight to one, baby. (laughs) You ready? Yeah. Let's go. Weightless. Float. Space. Gravity. Yeah. A. Um. Um, Effect. Cause. Yeah. Ah! (laughs) Um. Upset. Mad. Customer. Angry. Will. Murder you. <laughs> Dislike. Poor rating. Bad rating. Express. Angry. Express. Uh, complain. Yeah. Um, happy. Did I get three? You got three. <laughs> one, two, three. What was the last one? Silly. <laughs> I should have said silly band. You're a human silly band. <laughs> All right. Final round. Yeah. Why? <laughs> we have to get to the top. Yeah. Let's do the other side. <laughs> go. Truth. Lie. Abe. Lincoln. Truth. Honest. Thank you. <laughs> um, danger. Zone. Net. Risky. Moving on. Ugh. Um, tripping. Falling. Mushrooms. <laughs> Acid. Yes. <laughs> Pushed by sapphire. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to get it. No, if you just said push and I was like, what? You said buy sapphire. I would have read it. Precious. I know, but it was taking too long. I got two. Hey. Come down. Here Push comes the combat. sapphire. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. And go. Pointless. Ridiculous. Synonym. Obviously, they're all synonyms for the words we're saying. <laughs> Pointless. Yeah. Ludicrous. Waste of time. Um, skip. Um, Facebook. <laughs> Social media. Um, message. Stop with the gesturing. Am I not allowed? No. But you know now. 
Don't nope. Know. Message. It's poke. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve zero. Did you get any? No, because someone wasn't cool. <laughs> Do not yell out synonym. They're all synonyms. That's what we're doing. Okay, well, I just don't understand why you didn't get it then. <laughs> what was the word? Useless. Much like your responses. <laughs> Flip the card. Does it have a second side? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And go. Intermediate. I don't know. Less. Advanced. Oh, simple. Smaller. Intermediate. Yeah, yeah. Advanced. Uh, beginner. Yes. Dream. A dream. Candle. I dreamed. Um, wish. Yes. Um, sit. Down. Living room. Couch. Yes. Um, breeze. Wind. Warm. What was that? Cool. Cool. Cool breeze, yeah. Oh, cool breeze. I get you. She's making her way to the top. Making her way downtown. <laughs> Emma, how many do I have? You got four. And how many does Julie have? She's got 13. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> Big comeback. Yeah. Guitar. Instrument. Small. Ukulele. Yeah. Hey. Um, Synonym. Similar. <laughs> like. Add. Liked. A. Likes. Add a. No. Okay. Pests. Nick. Um, Fleas. Rat. Rodents. Many. Mice. Okay, so the first one is ukulele. We got that. The second one was a like. Add a, because you said like. Okay, that is completely illegal. I don't know that that's Spell true. with third letter of alphabet. No. <laughs> and then the third one was vermin. Wow. So... I skipped over frenzy and went to couch. Yeah. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> as of this moment, you are a loser. But you got one? I got one. Yeah. We're up to five, baby. Hey. hey, baby. I think I'm just a better guesser. <laughs> <laughs> and go. Positive. Negative. Um, so, I can't gesture, but you can do that. Sorry. Skin. Flesh. Tightened. Snatched. <laughs> Exfoliate. Moisturize. Uh, passing. Facelift. Yes. Um, Fridays. Saturdays. Sparkles. <laughs> Uniform. Spirite. Spirit. Fridays. Wednesday. Wednesday Adams. You just got to keep guessing. Server. Pins. Error. Fridays. <laughs> How many pieces of flair Flair-er. are you wearing? Oh, flair. I never would have gotten that. You obviously did not, too. It's your oh. turn. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Go. Scrubbing. Bubbles. Yeah. Um, soda. Pop. Coke. Aluminum. Can. Crayola. Crayon. Other. There's another brand of crayons. Um, silky. Markers. Yeah. Um, Why did I? Broken. Nick. <laughs> Synonym. <laughs> did I get two? I think Maybe so. I got three! <laughs> what three did you get? Crayon, I got markers. bubbles, can, and marker. The last one was defective. How did you get marker from I silky? I fucking don't know. You gotta keep guessing. You're welcome. That's what I do every time for you. And you, I think I'm appreciative <laughs> that you're stepping up. Amazing. 
and go. Rude. <laughs> um, disrespectful. Mannerless. Synonym. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, mini. Small. Car. Cooper. Suburban. Van. Mo- yes. Um, Julie. Nick. Podcast. Friends. Frank. Phil. Family. Bob, Sue, Janet. People. Those are all names. Oh, okay. Well, that was not clear. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> that was not clear. Nicholas, you ready? Fruit. Gaze. Of. The loom. Yeah. Loom. Um, change. Morph. Penny. Nickels. Dimes. Change. Quarters, nickels, dimes, pennies, money. <laughs> Metal. Coins. Yes. Um, steel. Superman. Kid. Kidnap. <laughs> oh, I was thinking S T E E. It was kidnap. Uh, it was kidnap, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got two. What'd you say? You said steel kid. Oh, no! Let's take away one, one, two. Okay, ready? That's the final round, right? Yeah. How much do I have to close the gap? Uh, Julie's at 16 and you're at 10. It doesn't seem likely, does it, kids? (laughs) (laughs) When there are five words per. (laughs) We've not gotten more than three on any one card. Okay, back. And go. Garbage. Trash. Uh, uh, Cheddar. Cheese. Super. Man. Subway. Sandwich. Um, Super Subway. Metro. Um, Train. Saver. Life. Yeah. Passing. Um, <laughs> hand. Glove. Warmer. Heater. <laughs> Mitten. Uh, hand Christmas. Warmer. Fire. With. The Cranks. Yes. It was Cranks. <laughs> it was Cranks? <laughs> we got trash and cheese. Superhero. Then I thought of the subway hero. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, muff. Like a hand warmer. <laughs> oh. That's a hard one. <laughs> we don't use a lot of muffs these days. <laughs> this game is from the 70s. All right, there we go. Oh, God. Ready? Yeah. Go. Little. Small. Person. Dwarf. Yeah. Um, look. Over there. Surreptitiously. See. Spy. Uh. <laughs> Boo. Ghost. You can look disappointed all you want. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Um, email. Gmail. Bad. Spam. Yeah. Um, restroom. Bathroom. We got two. It was peak. A boo. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Final score, Nick. You got 12. Julie got 18. Oh. Hey. <laughs> well done. Well done, everyone. Thanks, old school password. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. I feel like I'm one third of my normal self. I had to look at Nick's feet for a really long time. I did win, so that feels normal. Um, Podcast of love and light, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Come back next week where we'll talk more about the White Lotus. Um, no, no. <laughs> I feel like we talked a lot about the White Lotus. <laughs> It was amazing. It's a cultural Game changing. phenomenon. I know. It's seriously. a cultural it's phenomenon. It's what the people want to hear. Yeah. 
So I'm going to continue to watch Fleischman because it's almost over. Mm-hmm. Sort of I still love with Sebi, which you still haven't started watching on HBO Max. Yeah. Correct. Survivor <laughs> finale. <laughs> Come on, Jesse. Yes. The challenge. I hope they are all injured with a dart gun. Um, <laughs> terrible people. If you want to think more about White Lotus, listen to the Prestige podcast. They have like seven different ones, like from spoilers to like who won what. And then they talk to Mike White. It's really cool. Super fun. But I'm glad we did all watch it. Wasn't that fun, Nick, when we all watched the same thing in the same week? It was so fun. Oh, oh my God. God. Make it happen again. Well, it wasn't just us. It was the rest of the world as well. True. Which really hit. Because sometimes, I mean, Slow Horses is not getting a lot of traction on Twitter. Let me tell you. Twitter is fucking garbage right now. God bless everybody who's still writing funny stuff, but I know. Twitter is garbage. They're terrible. Where will the funny people go? <laughs> I don't know. I only see them on Instagram. <laughs> Just hope they all stay there. <laughs> and Blurg. And Blurg. So we had a pretty off the wall Blurg this week. So even if you don't watch 30 Rock and you'd like to hear other takes, I would listen to this week. So it's very strange. Um, also, we have a Patreon where you can support us with shekels. For less than it costs to feed a child every day in Africa, you can support us to do more <laughs> basement work. I don't know. That's helpful. Patreon.com slash takes <laughs> If you reach a certain level, we're an accountability buddy, or are taken with us every week for no apparent reason, Nick will read your name live. It's because I love you all so much, and I can't go out an entire week without listening to your name. And we, we did it yesterday. What did you say? <laughs> we did it yesterday. Yeah, I can barely go a day, Julie. <laughs> proving my data and point. Thank you so much to Dearest James, Inspiring Audrey, Peerless Pam, Beneficent Pam, Awesome Abigail. You do not determine what I say, Alicia. Pam. I say Pam when I want to say Pam, not when you want me to say Pam. <laughs> Love I'm in charge of my own Pam. <laughs> Amazing Pam. Anne. <laughs> Anne, Pam. I didn't Pam. say Anne. I, I did. You were talking over me. <laughs> Electric Elise. Pam. Luminous Lisa. Marvelous Mareka. Isn't it Luminous Lars? It's lovely Lars. Oh. The luminous one. Hey, Lisa. And Crazy Cool Cassandra. She doesn't even have her license, Lisa. Thank That's you all Science. so much. Have you seen that? <laughs> if you haven't seen Weird Science, you should. He doesn't even have his license, Lisa. <laughs> Somebody needs some sleep. And her name is me. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.